0: All right, hope you guys are good at freestyling, because we're going to go off the dome on this. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Miami Comedy Podcast. It's a freestyle. I-
1: <laughs> freestyle I'm obviously shit. dropping the beat.
0: We- yeah, like... <laughs> there was no need for you to do that at all. <laughs> and uh, we are here at the uh, Memory Factory Studio. Big shout out to Charles and Lewis to make this uh, podcast episode possible. And tonight... What time is it? It's five?
2: Yes, it's nine.
0: This oh. afternoon... This late afternoon, we are with Oriel Rodriguez, Rudy Wilson, which are uh, some of the most booked comedians that I like to work with. And uh, what?
1: Well, really, comedians must not be getting booked a lot. If I'm well, I mean, there's I'm only the there's just, only a handful. There's only a,
2: <laughs> Manny's like Manny's like I'm here with two guys that have pretty much hit the ceiling in this scene. Uh, we really don't know what's coming after this. Right? I was. Jeez,
1: like, that's God okay. Damn, man.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it is pretty much hitting the ceiling when you do. Sh- it's Red Bar. You host the Red Bar. Do host Red Rudy Bar. Wilson just shows up and gets any stage time he can. <laughs> <laughs> just any. He hits me up like five minutes before a show and he's like, I'm parking. I'm like, really? I, didn't, I didn't even know you were booked.
2: <laughs> yeah. Because all he has to do is go, you know, I came from fucking Opel. Yeah. <laughs> 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 to,
1: to do this show. <laughs> Yeah I'm pretty desperate For stage time At this point I'm not gonna lie
2: How's it compared To what you were doing In like D.C. or Atlanta uh,
1: Well no, I never did I mean I've performed A show in Atlanta But I wasn't like A part of the comedy scene But um, I mean D.C. It's a plethora Of, of stage time I mean Because it's we It's literally a website uh, That has just All the rooms okay. Sunday through Saturday There's probably At least six or seven Per day mm-hmm. And that's just What's listed That's not included You know yeah what didn't make the list or actual book shows or whatever, so... um,
2: Similar to Free Mics that they do in New York City. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
1: same type of thing. You're you're, you're kind of more competing for a show with an audience as opposed to stage time because there's plenty of rooms it'd be like you and like 30 other comics and y'all are just pretty much performing to each other, but... Mm -hmm. To try to try to get in the loop and find the people who have shows where our audience is actually showing up. That's more of the yep. the challenge, which I do like about down here. Comedy seems small, but you do know you're gonna you're not gonna be talking to just each other. I mean, yeah, you're gonna at least an have audience. an audience, right, right, right. you know, because it's only one comedy show to go to. So they're...
0: So they, that's that's, <laughs> why they, that's the one
1: they go to, and we we take full advantage. So of that. that's
0: why you came to Miami to kind of like just like boss up all the fucking <laughs> stage, to just show up. There's no list. There's no bucket <laughs> <laughs> there's, You just show up. It's training in lower
2: gravity. I, I,
1: if, if I if I would have known that prior to coming down here, I probably would have. But I I just found that out just from being here. You know, I came for for school and other reasons. But um, but yeah, once I once I realized, you know, that all the audience, everybody, you know. Consolidates to one place I just I just show up And yeah. if I'm told no I just don't go It's up.
2: really concentrated I mean like in, in South Florida You can get up Four times in a week Within a square mile Or two of each other There's right. just, Like it's all kind of In brickle. It's all kind of And then you have a lot of Like little cafes and stuff In Kendall and Right every, But really the places That you're talking about Like you're like Okay yeah I'm gonna get booked And there's gonna be a show Right uh, A lot of that's in Miami man Like yeah. just eastern Eastern's Miami And then you kind of go up Fort Lauderdale has that too, a couple of places, but it's a little bit more. You know. Yeah, I think in, uh, I like
0: playing with this camera, by the way. This is dope. Look at this. Like Zooming out. Look at? This is great. <laughs> yeah. So when I first started, you know, a while ago, I would have to drive up north to get more stage time, you know? Like Boca has a good scene. Mm-hmm. Fort Lauderdale. um Coral Springs that you i remember that every night i would have to drive up there to kind of like do two shows on a random tuesday because they would have like competitions and open mics and showcases and all that because i think up north they're a little less uh uh you know aiming to go to nightclub options and since there's nothing to do up there they're kind of just like well let's do a comedy show let's watch these guys play violin at a fucking coffee (laughs) shop or something like, there, there's a lot more alternative Middle of options. nowhere, yeah. just tumbleweeds and shit, and then
2: just like, all right, we'll see a guy, yeah. like, old-timey, like, oh, he can read. Let's <laughs> just go see what he But here's the thing about Miami, though. I mean, there's only, like, a,
0: a few dozens of places in certain popular areas, like, if you think of Brickell, South Beach, Kendall, um, you know, uh, Wynwood... Overtown, Al-Patt, like all these places have like two or three venues that are like taken over, right? That everybody just flocks there. Right. And those are the options. So when people go out in Miami, they're like, hey, let's go to Brickell tonight. Okay, which place? Let's right. go to South Beach tonight. Which nightclub? Right. Let's go to Wynwood. Okay, what restaurant? Right. And so all these places kind of have like their own little landmark that people go to. So then they kind of like get blinded to the fact that events are actually happening outside of just okay. DJs and bands right. and all that.
2: It's kind of like how when you use the internet
1: i don't hear you oh, you're oh, not. what'd you do i, don't I don't can hear you now there you go
2: i spoke wrong it's kind of like i was just saying it's kind of like how on the internet i found myself now uh the internet has like a billion a billion channels they say right i'm on the same five fucking websites the whole day and it's because like i'm just like okay I'm going to go there first and then I'll see what is going on. Right. Like these content aggregators. That's exactly, thing? yeah. That's yeah. exactly it. So just like yeah. the, the internet,
0: yeah. there's a lot of options out there but everyone goes to Google, the same part Facebook, Instagram and then they kind of get like Porn information and they me. meet people there and stuff right. like that. Yeah, Pornhub's one of them. That's definitely top That's where you meet people, that's, that's top 10, That's where of. you meet people. In the <laughs> Pornhub
2: comments, you meet... <laughs> Stellar folk. Yes. Very, very <laughs> fucking insightful people.
0: So all right, um, the reason for this podcast, ladies and gentlemen, is there's we're going huh? <laughs> to... Yeah, there's a reason for this podcast, after oh, all. Okay. We didn't plan it too much, but however, we, we do have a lot of ideas about it. Uh, we want to talk about how can we make the Miami comedy scene a lot better? Not just my show. We're talking about Bird's Eye View, completely made up. Everybody you know gets an opportunity every producer every promoter every host every feature a headliner or the, the hand few uh, that are here the the, the few that is because i think there's only like what like three or five headlining comics that are still in miami um yeah. the other ones that get good they just leave but the purpose of this podcast episode is from what you guys experienced so far how can we make it better how do we take it to the next level
2: i don't know if i had if i had the right, so Rudy, <laughs> I <would> be, okay.
0: <laughs> first words i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the next topic.
2: It's just like a very, uh, you know, overreaching question, like what you're like what you're saying. It's kind of bird's eye view of the whole thing. You're like, well, we have this whole scene here and uh, it's it's all just a bunch of mini rooms that show up. I would say, you know, over 50% of the time, you know that, that you show up to do the show and half the audience doesn't know there was going to be a show, or that there is a show, but you do have those places where it's growing. Uh, I mean, you know, Rudy coming from D.C., that's a place with clubs. That's why he was talking about you can get up six times a night i think like every time you have a club a little mini scene evolves around it because just like what you're saying people go to uh people say oh let me go to the to south beach or some shit you know like i want to see some comedy okay oh i know that there's a club here and they'll go to the club and then going to the club you see other comics comics let you know about other shows and shit starts going on spreading and you kind of get a little scene opening around it and it attracts comics but we'll see i mean there's an improv opening here right
0: yeah right over in Doral. <laughs> see the
2: we'll see what spills out around that and what what it grows the
0: construction's already underway. Big shout out to the improv bringing the big name club here um Rudy, what was like a big uh like home club over in d c like what what's one of the places you frequent the most
1: um well, before I answer that question, the the can the, you
0: not talk so close to the mic? Rudy? Am I? You I'm always sorry. do that. You know one thing. I love. I try, I love to, I try Ru- to be hurt. Rudy is hilarious. Right? <laughs> <laughs> he he goes up on stage. He does his thing. He's great. But sometimes it sounds like a lion is roaring on stage because this guy. You put the mic, you put your mic all yeah. the way in your mouth.
1: It's it's because I'm lazy. I rest
0: right here on <laughs> yeah. my face. It's like <laughs> I don't want to. You have can the, hear yourself, and it's like I I know I sound distorted, <laughs> fuck that I'm going.
1: I, I don't want to. Well, I'm distorted because I have the worst microphone as well. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, ne- need we remind me? Let's, of not the forget, of the <laughs> <laughs> let's not forget i don't have the studio mic this is yeah dude we have the
2: comfortable little cranes that hold it in front of us and right. shit i'm overjoyed and
1: right okay that's uh so it's still under construction i thought it was I, I thought they were just like reopening it like just no
0: there used to be one over in uh coconut grove yeah so they're, they're they're flat out building this one
1: building oh so you know wait so all the I shit i'm right talking you it.
2: could verify that when the, look, when the improv was there
0: no, it was never in Duran. In, I, I mean, yeah, oh, no, I not mean in Coconut Grove. Coconut Grove. Yeah, yeah, when it was yeah.
2: there. Did you notice oh, yeah. kind of a prol- proliferation of the scene? I would scene. go
0: there all the time to see open mics. See, I wasn't even like performing. Yeah. I was just a guy that liked comedy, and I prefer going to the Wednesday open mics there and just seeing the local. Because you preferred seeing thing. shit comedy. Hey man, <laughs> it was it was raw. I, I don't call it shit. It, I it raw, was raw, raw, raw comedy. Good. And it uh, was fun. It was fun. I mean, it.
1: As, as far as, so what I was going to say is, as far as um, in DC, we, we didn't really have like a lot of clubs like that. I mean, it's only two technically, as far as in DC. That's the DC Improv and then the uh, the Draft House. Um, and then you do have like two comedy clubs in Baltimore, but that's, that's like a you know forty five minute hour drive. Uh, but the bulk of the scene was. Um, a lot of places there, they kind of convert into like a comedy club. So they would have like, it'd be like a restaurant, a restaurant who has a basement and yeah. they would kind of set it up like a, but it wasn't really a comedy club, but it would look like those ones in New York, you know, that's underground, the cellars, the whatever. Um, and then other than that, people would use, you know, restaurants, hookah lounges. I mean, people would do comedy shows anywhere. I mean, DC, yeah. we do them at apartment complexes. Just anywhere, Home like, shows, like literally shit. anywhere, like That's just great. so. Um, so the reason why, like, I said, it's, it's it's so many places to go, but just depending on the 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 uh, the crowd. But I was only I was only able to do the DC Improv once because um, I mean, damn, really, yeah, it's 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 political, and I mean, I was able to do it because you know I had somebody vouch for me. You know, what I'm saying, um, but a lot of people, I mean, they they send in emails and stuff for. I know somebody was sending for like three years before they finally got a shot you know what i'm saying so it's kind of um it's
2: kind of what i was telling manny too you know it's just these places they uh they don't need they don't need need
1: okay gosh you have the good mic i have
2: the good mic yeah
1: i don't know why you're complaining dude (laughs) at least your voice being heard
2: Uh, the fucking no, that's what I was telling Manny you know these clubs a lot of times are big clubs but they pick their acts right you know, and, uh, or
1: they want you to do the uh, like you take the class and then you get to perform there for like your graduation show yeah. type thing we have a lot of that in the way of improv and shit uh, can you stop fucking with your microphone <laughs> look look
0: here hold on let <laughs> Talking uh, hello. To yeah,
2: don't touch it. Stop fidgeting. All right, like you got some fucking magic Stop touch you fidgeting just fix with the microphone. <laughs> make me fucking anxious, all right? <laughs> just saying. All this talk about not getting work is fucking getting to me. <laughs>
1: but I never oh wait, wait, I never got to answer the question about the uh what what, what can we do to make the, the scene better. Um one thing I will one thing I I would point out, there's there's a lot of like underground comedians here in the sense of I have numerous people who come to me and say, "I want to do comedy. I want to try it. I tried it before. I'm kind of scared." Or blah. So I always be like, hey, "We will just go to Red, you know, a Red Bar or Sweet Caroline, whatever." Or blah. Whether they show up, they you know maybe maybe not. But um, I think that, like Manny, you and other people who are putting on shows, and more people will do it as they get you know I guess the courage to do so. I think that that helps as far as giving you know a place to perform comedy and for people to see comedy but i think what what will really help it to grow is um Miami gaining more quality comics you know what i'm saying and 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 that means from experience so those of us who are in our beginning stages actually continuing this so we can get to the point of saying oh i've been doing comedy 10 years right. or 15 years right. or whatever the case may be and that retention if you will or that longevity well, you know, because anybody can show up to an open mic, and when people go to an open mic, they expect to see some good comics, some bad comics. Right. But when you, when you want to create a scene, you want to be able to put on shows where you're going to, you know, you can charge people to get in, and they know for a fact they're going to see quality comedy. We don't have a plethora of that in Miami, and that's not because we just have a bunch of shitty comedians. It's just the lack of experience, yeah. you know, and I'm not talking like I've been doing it 20 it's years. It's a new
2: scene. also, like, a lot, of the, a lot of the comics that reach a level where they're getting good work, they leave. Right. You know, they they go out for something bigger and better. So right. you got to give them a reason as why, I can, why can't why I stay here? Right. You know, and uh, the prospects for them, once they hit, like we talked about, that fucking ceiling. Okay, that's present in the Miami, every scene. But there's the a Miami, Miami comedy s- ceiling. The Miami right. comedy. Very
0: apparent. Right. But we get good stage time. Goddamn it. Right. Yeah, no, it's fucking beautiful.
2: But it's exactly what he's saying, actually. Yeah, it's just not matured enough, you know? Right.
0: How dare on. you say that on this podcast live with, every, with five people watching, <laughs> so just diluting my brand.
2: I'm pretty sure those five people agree that there is great comedy to watch out here. Well, and you, and you there is because,
0: and you know what? I've experimented right. with Saturday night showcases, and you guys have been booked on those, and those have been fantastic. Great. For there's a large a, there's audience a yeah. of people on a Saturday night going out to see comedy, that's free by the way. Back to back yeah. shows. And I'm hosting, or I go up, and you guys go up. We actually entertain the crowd fairly well. Right. Mm-hmm. you know, People are there drinking, they're eating, and we're like, wow, look at us pretending <laughs> we're headliners, right. like Saturday night yeah. comedians right. and stuff. But we get away with it because we actually do have a little bit of talent tucked away in our act because you know sure. you write you work I work we all you know we all put in our our you know yeah. the best material for we do the crowd work so it works out so it really talent is not the issue but i wanted to get into how do we tackle the i mean we already laid out like three problems uh as to why miami you know doesn't have a good scene so the number one is um a lot of comedians they get good here and then they leave you know, and then number two is uh, there's not a lot of comedy club Well, there's no comedy clubs here that allows us to work often. Number three, a lot of gatekeepers, a lot of politics, as you say. Uh, yeah, that's anywhere. For, I, think, I think that's in anywhere. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've been in, in. I've been working in office life. Yeah, it is anywhere. I mean, there yeah. is a hierarchy, and people believe very right. much in it. But uh, those things actually affect the scene very much. So I think the number one thing is, let's tackle one. There's no comedy club here in Miami as of yet that allows the locals to get on. So the best thing to do is actually do, uh, you know, independent productions. There is an issue though that you brought up, the That sometimes these independent productions can bother the people that are in the audience because they don't even know that it's there. That, that but what on. is the root problem as to why that happens? Is it promotions? I sometimes, and here's my two cents. I actually think that the venue, and because I've worked with a lot of venues, a lot of owners, and a lot of owners put producers, especially. When they think it's small time productions like comedy shows, they put them in a position where the venue is doing you, the producer, a favor by allowing you to do comedy. Right. So then they don't even promote it or they don't even claim that kind of show. They just think that like, all right, well, if you're a comedian and you can bring people, which I'm sure most of them is just other comedians, too. Mm -hmm. If you guys bring like a dozen people every Tuesday night or whatever. You can all get a drink, I make my extra three hundred dollars and uh, you got the venue, so I don't have to pay you anything. So right, right, right. we're good to go. So mm-hmm. then that position doesn't allow the production to grow. Comedy
2: so, Miami's on a barter system. It's not even on Yeah, money. <laughs>
0: Exactly. And the thing is like a lot it's it's kinda just it, it just comes down to that. It doesn't come off as professional production where there's a lot of enthusiasm in it. It's more like, all right, these guys are gonna rock as much as they can before we cut them off from doing the Tuesday night slot. You know, and I, I've worked with a lot of places that they think like advertising or promotions is like a cost rather than, than an investment. <sighs> maybe,
2: maybe it has to do with the way it's promoted, too. You know, i, I uh, that's what I mean. I think so anytime you promote there. a show, what do you end up seeing on the Internet? You just see a flyer.
0: But a, a one that didn't cost any money, or that it looks like they just copied and pasted, yeah. and then they stretch out like the 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 headshot, so it's it just comedy it looks like one big Humpty Dumpty headshot. <laughs> just stretch it out to fill in. It's like, oh, this doesn't fit in the Instagram square. Let me just smear right. this out like that.
2: Comic, comic's head looks like he's getting sucked into a black hole. He's like, hey, what's up?
0: I'm gonna make you laugh. But
2: but, but like that's all you end up seeing. You don't see like a footage of the event that uh people do want to see right i mean think about like a couple planning to go out and watch some comedy uh they don't really know what they're getting themselves into okay a lot of the times it, what you do you put on some type of showcase of here's what you can expect to see a thing like that yeah not every show does that well not in my experience show, and the venue doesn't want to attach itself to it, some itself mystery to,
0: it, to some mystery comedy show what the fuck like, is this fly it's right? like this is ruining our brand these guys are saying dick <laughs> jokes we can't do this <laughs>
1: Thank, uh,
2: in, in my
0: experience, you know, it's it, there's a few things that come into play. I would say three. So the kind of people that go there, uh, the the space and how it's formatted, like how it how it looks to do comedy. Because I've seen some awful spaces that you try to do comedy in, it just doesn't work. Like I'm facing the back of people's head because everyone's sitting on a booth that faces that way. <laughs> right. You know, and uh, the the most important thing is is the owner because if the owner's on board, then the show's going to be a success. If the owner's not on board or thinks that there's going to be costs involved, or doesn't understand the idea of Building a a night, then it goes south because it's kind of like you're going against the grain. No one's really on your side. You're just trying to put these shows together, and
2: we're showing up.
0: Yeah, it's very short lived. Yeah, exactly. So I think the most important thing to solve the first that that uh,
2: requires developing a draw, though, because the comics themselves have it. Like that guy, dude. Many got prank called. Right, you got prank
0: called. I got prank called about five minutes before the show. Yeah, five ten minutes before the show, and it was a guy that was saying that he's going to book. Uh, Joe Rogan, Doug Stanhope, and Joey Coco Diaz in one of our open mics. Yeah, dude. And, you know, he of was course. talking very confident. Those guys
2: need to work, too, all right? They got to put out an hour every hey, year man. and a half. It, he said it wasn't <laughs> a prank got to try call, material, so,
0: too. <laughs> so, Jay Pico, if you're watching this, which was the name of the guy that called me on the no caller ID oh, status. Called out. Yeah, no. It's not even a real name. I Googled it. So, I'm putting it out there. If this is real, if we can really bring in these big name acts, send me an
2: email. But you know what? It probably works for him. Because those names are they're powerful. They're very. Powerful. It was hilarious yeah. how he was doing it to yeah. you too. He was like, "Yeah, I have a you know thing." He was describing his act, which man, he, you yeah. could tell by his face was not into the, maybe the idea yeah. of the act. Yeah. And then it would let it lull for a second, and you go, "Yeah, we well, get uh, Ari Shafir involved. Yeah, you he can can, <laughs> he
0: can come by. You know, he can do Joey, ther- do-
2: Joey Diaz is Cuban, I hear. He might <laughs> fucking <if laughs> like, want to come down have a sandwich.
0: You don't need to pay for any hotels whatsoever. No. Nope. Yeah,
2: dude. Please, dude. All the water you want. Just. <laughs> You can chill, man. This is Miami, baby. So, um,
0: Okay, so that's number one. Getting the big names. The uh, second issue is, um, you know, the headliners, when they get good, peace out. They leave Miami because there's no industry here. And it's it's understandable. You know, I'm pretty sure if Rudy gets a million-dollar deal, he's not going to be doing any of the open mics anymore. You know what I mean? It's like, yo, Rudy, you coming to the Red Bar tonight? Nah, I'm in L.A. right now. <laughs> I can clearly see Rudy just signing that deal and being <laughs> and just being gone.
2: You wouldn't like, be wholesome. Would <laughs>
1: Well, you hear about like, like farmers was, and shit. Right, and they're like,
2: "I warn, I'm still gonna go to work, yeah. and
1: drive my tractor." I mean, he just turned me into a complete dick. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah, right, Rudy. Really. You, you would quit <laughs> if you had any inkling of uh, success, right? right? That's why you're doing this, right? So you don't have to do anything because the way to get a million dollars, Rudy, everybody knows. And I'm sure, I'm sure o- Mike's in Miami.
0: I'm sure Oriol would do the exact same thing. Right. You know,
1: so I mean, how dare I, Obviously, <laughs> if, if if any of our situations change financially, especially that drastically, you guys would leave Miami. Not necessarily. I'd come back. Yeah, not not, not necessarily. What
2: like, show every now and then? Bring you know? a comedy night on a Wednesday <laughs> yeah, okay. at the nine o'clock I mean, spot. For, see,
1: like for me, I I've never like just lived anywhere like just because. Like I always wanted to live in Dallas, Texas. Let me, you know, like I've always lived somewhere. You know, either was born and raised there, or I was in college there, or was in the military, or even, I came down had here. I had a reason. So right. so if I if yes, if I got a million dollar deal and they was like, we need you to be in L.A. because we're gonna have you performing seven nights a week. Then yeah, I mean, I can't promise I'll still be in Miami. You know what I'm saying? That's just whatever. But if 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 I just get you know, yeah, you know, you got some work in LA. Like we'll fly out, do a 30 minute special, whatever. Pay you such, such that 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 won't necessarily make me like move from Miami because I actually like it down here. You know what I'm saying? I, yeah. and I haven't yeah. I haven't experienced what Miami has to offer because all I do is you know, like Smoothie King comedy and just go home you know it's a so life. you know so for me i feel like and i drive through south beach and other places, and i'm like man there's people living they got boats in their backyard and shit like yeah, so yeah. to me you know i feel like i would want to at least get a boat get it you know <laughs> get, get a boat or something you know live on the water you know live somewhere that got a good view you know yeah so that's why
2: that's that's it's actually interesting you say that because that's it is it is a huge reason as to why people come to miami yeah. Uh, that aren't from here. They go, well, it's a nice place. It's chill. Yeah. You know, not a lot of laws. Florida actually doesn't have that many. Right. You're going to get your car inspected and shit, you know, so right. old people come, all these people come, but the number one reason they're not coming is to enjoy a cultural scene. And Miami's known for its culture, but you, you, right. you know, Miami culture, it's the deco, it's the art, the clubs, right. the things like that. Getting, uh, getting comedy involved, that would require, I think maybe, some names, an event, some some type of event that you could bring names behind. Okay,
1: and, and you just need more people who are focused on longevity. A lot of people who do shows and stuff now it's because you you can make a couple hundred dollars in one night or whatever you know you make a hundred dollars, whatever your Damn. your profit is, you know. But it's quick. I've I've done a comedy show since I've been here, and I could tell that like the 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 venue and everything about it looked nice but the way it operated i could tell like they did this just because it was lucrative like they can make money but they they had no intention on let me building let me do this nice because i want the quality to make this have longevity it mm-hmm. was just like you know we could bring a bunch of motherfuckers in here and make <laughs> you know <laughs> make five hundred dollars a piece yeah let's do it you yeah. know what i'm saying so
0: I think I'm betting on the future of Miami because I think there's going to be a whole new generation of people that are coming here, or at least they're growing up here that are going to change the complete dynamic of this entire city and how it's like, um, you know, been operating over the past decade or so. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I think a lot of millennials are, you know, free thinkers. The Wynwood place is blowing up a lot of startups. As a matter of fact, Brickle is known as one of the best startup cities in the entire nation. And all these little things that are like emerging in Miami is going to completely change the playing field. And I think it'll change comedy too.
2: Yeah, I, my my Especially when I'm involved, you know, it's, it's an ongoing I'm thing. I'm an innovator. I don't think it's, oh, shut up, genius! I'm a genius. I completely changed. The I figured game. out this fucking Mevo thing. Not even <laughs> not even, not even any help? Not even, I saw them try to advertise to me. Nineteen ninety nine. Fuck, guys, you can't get past me. I'm a genius. I built my <laughs> Fucking yeah, it's, you know it's it's fine, but it's gonna require. You know they had that South Beach that South Beach Comedy Festival. That, that was
0: cool. Yeah, I think it lasted a few years. Um, I did an open mic there somewhere. Um, it was cool, man. I saw a lot of amazing acts for like what is it, a week or two weeks long. Yeah, fucking amazing, man. And then uh, then Comedy Central had it, then SiriusXM had it, and then it just disappeared, gone.
2: You hear about uh, you hear about them? What Rudy saying? They're not making money. At the end of the day, it's down to whatever the fucking spreadsheet ends up saying about that night.
0: Because I I think the way it was marketed was like mass market. You know, when you have productions like that, it's a pain. You know, that's fine. That's like a lot of people need to know about this festival. Bam. And then. um, Give me a second here. Let me reconnect. This thing keeps disconnecting. Okay. So then um, I think the best way to, to, to do it is like rather than presenting like a menu of comedians, that'll be this comedian will be in this theater. That comedian will be in that theater. Uh, this is the time this is the time people are just looking at it. it's like yeah but where's Kevin Hart right. Where, where's where's this guy I know that was there they're, right. they're not seeing it it's like look at all these rare comedians that right. are in my city to that's gonna attempt to make me laugh on a Tuesday Right? you right. know they're kind of just like don't know that guy fuck that guy this guy's okay this guy hosts a show but, on- see,
1: but at the same see with me at the same time I can't blame him because I thought about how many comedy shows I went to before I started doing comedy And I could probably count on like you know one hand, and I'm and I'm and I'm talking about and these were all big name comics. This you know this is Kevin Hart, Dave Chappelle, whoever. You know I I don't think I ever went to a open mic comedy show in my life, like until (laughs) until or even a small you know name comedy show like nothing. Like you could be you could be. I mean I've seen. Just say a small name like on YouTube and it probably has, you know, a million views or whatever. But I've never heard of this guy. Right. You know, let me just keep scrolling till I see, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Let me it's keep true. scrolling till I see somebody that I know. So that that's why people have brand with, with, uh, loyalty. Right. Much. With me personally, uh, and I don't even know if this is on subject or not, but as far as me personally getting on stage, that's why I kind of feel like the people who do show up, I want to try to make them want to come back because, They're not going to come back just off the strength of, oh, it's a comedy show in Miami alone. You know what I'm saying? I want to try to leave some type of lasting impression that'll make them want to revisit the comedy show. And then on top of that, um, that's why I'm, you know... Some people some people think I work for Miami Comedy dot com, you know, 'cause 'cause I'm always you on the show. Oh, no, yeah, you do. You know. <laughs> yes, you do. Do I really? You do work for Miami Comedy. Uh, well, we .com. need to renegotiate. <laughs> First starting with this microphone <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> if that's the case. Um, but I, I tell a lot of people about just the different whatever because um and and it could kind of come from my quote unquote upbringing as far as like in DC. Like we I've been a part of shows where like, if you're in the the mix with the people who put it on, okay, yeah, you can just show up and perform. But the rest of us, like, they either got us, like, outside barking, you know, like, trying to get people to come into the show, or you got to bring a certain amount of people. Like, it's, it's like forced. You have to, you, you they do everything. They kind of force you to, to make people want to come see you or know about you whatever it's not you know like we 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 honestly have it easy with like a manny or just other people like we can really just show up reliably and just you know and just performing for whatever whatever crowd is there there's no you know whatever but if 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 every comic took their career as far as more seriously yeah just and just advocate about like i want people to remember me see me know me that, are, that will create the draw that you were talking about even on the individual level and just say like if me you and Manny have three different draws all three different sets of our fans if you will will show up to one show if all three of us right. are on it and, and and
0: instead of just getting like the ceiling pay
1: right. you would then get a part of it because now it's like a
0: business partnership because right. you have the ability of not only making people laugh but also bringing the folks out Right. and I think I think I'm actually glad you brought up that topic because one of the big issues for comedians is that they don't understand the ability to make a draw happen, you know, or they think it's inconvenient because they, they think traditionally speaking, it's like you just got to post a flyer up there, tag your friends in it, message people, right. invite people, give out flyers. And and really all that is like traditional stuff. Right. It it really doesn't have to be that way anymore. Right. You, you can do, you can do something as simple as starting a website and, and, writing a blog and it can be even be like your act or if you do sketches or if you do memes or if you do content yeah any sort of content that uh, that attracts people to see like your kind of comedy style and then all that stuff gets mixed together so let's say for example you know rudy you got the urban crowd not to get racist but you know (laughs) just putting it out there um, you know, I I got the people that read MiamiComedy.com dot You know, and Perfect. Oriole gets like you know the local sex offenders, <laughs> of and then like someone's got to look out for them, man. you so <laughs> bring them all together. <laughs> <laughs> and we make a huge event out of it you know because the thing is Miamicomedy.com was me putting everything i learned in marketing into a website and i built the community if everyone else did something similar to that and it doesn't have to be as technical you know it could be something like again your own creativity put into content you attract your crowd hey i'm gonna be here hey i'm gonna be here hey i'm gonna be here right. we then have a draw right that could completely change the right. entire game here in miami right but a comedian would a local comedian, and I'd say about 80% of them, they fucking hate posting of a, fuck, like posting a flyer for them is like asking them for money. You know, it's like
2: I mean, at the end of the day, you are, man. You, you, that's, why, that's why I said before, it's not about putting up that flyer and giving them no other indication as to what the experience can be like. You give them something steady and you give them some kind of descriptive content. Here's what we do. That's like what, what Rudy was saying. You give them a reason to come back. Okay. That has to do with the structure of the show a little bit, too. Some people, some people in the city now are messing with a uh, roast battle. You know, roast, battles, bat, roast battle over in L.A. is huge. Okay, roasting community. Yeah, in New York they have that show too. Because it's a, it's a steady thing. There's a ladder, you know. And uh, once you get one or two people that, that fuck with the roasting stuff, they see it on the internet and you put on a show, some of them have worked out pretty well. I know, I know for Lauderdale they're running one that's pretty good and it's a steady little roast ladder. And it brings people and it's always the same kind of thing, but you know what you're getting and you can put that up. Most importantly, because I, I can see why some comics oh, wouldn't want their le- set
0: put up. Uh, uh, the Carlos Perry thing, the 10th level tavern thing. The punch out. Yeah, the punch out. So yeah, that's a great idea. He goes live. He tags He tags the people that are on yes. there. And so it, it, that's a great example of producing content. So everybody involved now has a piece of content of them piece getting of roasted content, or roasting. Or roasting. Yeah.
2: yeah. And with with the roasting then, you, know, you, you put that up every week or whatever you whatever you got and it's you can put it up i know some comics get annoyed if you put their setup because that's something that they're working on all right you know you know mainstream comedians are even more so right. offended by that they don't want their content out there necessarily because you're kind of spoiling the event right. and a lot of times if you see something that oh he did great and he recorded the thing i come in next week maybe that maybe that did convince someone to come and they see the same joke they go all right that's the act and i'm gonna come again right so so roasting is all one shot jokes you do it once you give up, you're good. Right. It's and out. that's, you just put it out and right. it's funny. And it, if it, if it gets edited well and promoted well and kind of put up for everyone to see that will attract the show. Right. You know, or whatever your
0: talent is, because I know you do writing. Like if you did a blog, you'd be killing it. You know, I know yeah, Rudy, does sketches, start, start, Rudy, does sketches and they're hilarious. One of them almost got viral or did it get viral? <laughs> <laughs>
1: I don't know what what's the viral number. I mean, it's, <laughs> like, it's like it's how a, many people need to right. share? Three hundred people, bro.
2: Three hundred in your. your oh, bro, okay. I'm
1: definitely yeah, it, it, on Facebook. It reached like I think it said three point seven. I think here's a yeah.
0: here's a good equation. I think if the number of likes or even, even better shares is more than the number of people that follow you, I'd say it's
1: viral. I no. think that's a pretty good one. Yeah, well yeah, I I didn't, go viral. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go viral. Nobody knew learned about <laughs> about me. Yeah, I didn't go Just viral. Just the people yeah. that fuck yeah. fucking me already. Yeah, no. Nah. Didn't go viral at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close. <laughs> but it was yeah, it was it was a pretty popular video for my you know my little circle of people yeah it was it's pretty
0: perfect. funny i liked that's it what man, you do, man. Yeah, it was I, I really admire the comedians that like make a sketch or something funny out of the most mundane thing in their <laughs> lives like they would be stuck in traffic and be like look at this motherfucker right here <laughs> merging into my shit and then like they put a zoom in and it's like i hate this <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, like everybody likes it it's like so true <laughs> the fucking stories now you could just have your own tv show yeah it, you that's see exactly dice? What you for. follow dice on instagram no he, ha- he he's crazy you know so he's on the street he's like hey it's my phone tv show and that's what he's got he's got a tv show that he runs from his fucking show it's all his stories and he does dumb little skits getting in arguments just totally belligerent but it's it's fucking hilarious yep. you know and it's just something that you would want to keep seeing you know at least keep you followed Kind of like what you do with the memes, and then you just kind of, here's the flyer, bitch. Yeah, 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 <laughs> drop yeah.
0: It. Oh, the thing is that meme, when it comes to, to getting people's attention, it's really not about you, man. It's about like what, them, really. So yeah. the, more, the more you're able to satisfy, about, it's, about you, it's about you. It's about you. What's the next trending thing? The Kiki Challenge. All right, well, if you're into the Kiki Challenge, you'll love Kiki. me doing this. What's the Kiki Challenge? Kiki. Do you love me? The Drake song. And oh, the are you riding? And everybody's like jumping out of their car and they're they getting hit and they're getting seen run over. the Kiki
1: challenge?
2: No.
0: Why are you so white, Oreo? Because I don't give a
2: fuck. Well, okay. the Kiki challenge. Tra- that's that's, that's, like that's uh, actually perfect point. What's that fucking. That's like. Uh, and then everyone fucking goes crazy in the room. See, now you know something I re- that I don't know. I really, I don't I know really about. am old as shit, dude. What
1: the fuck's going on? I don't know what that was Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Everybody knows
2: The five people watching bro They definitely fucking know What's going on No we're on. down we're, d- we're down to three actually We're down to three We're right down right? to three But Fuck hey man them. We didn't need those two people right? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that Was that equation you said If the number of listeners <laughs> Is less than the people On the Nowhere podcast Nowhere <laughs>
0: near <a point> .0001 <laughs> But it really, because the thing is, no one's really on Facebook right now, man. It's really about after the recording. A lot of people then tune in. Yes. The recording is more important than the live stream. The live stream is just convenient because you don't have to do any editing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So anyways, true.
0: all right, going back to the next um, obstacle. So we going covered back to dilution the in Miami, uh, pro- production in Miami. Um, let's talk about the booking. How do you guys think the booking is, uh, is, is being done here?
2: The booking is just how booking is, man. It's, very, it's a very free market. It's very just like you do good at a show a couple times, someone will ask you to get on. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good, much it. You know, but there are a lot of people to ask. You know, I mean, it's a small scene, but we do have a lot of comedians in it, and it's a big move. So different people get booked. Uh, you have shows that a lot of comics in Miami go to Fort Lauderdale, but it's between those two like centers. Those two, those two are like the nucleuses of actually getting money to do a set. And usually the money is like a formality. It's like, hey, you know, you're on the book show. Here's some money, and you're like, great. Um, but that's got to get, it's uh, just got to keep kind of going the way it is. Uh, uh, comics that get booked to do sets. I mean, it just is down to whoever's booking them and if they saw them before and liked them. So, you know, you, you, have, uh, you have guys that run rooms that aren't necessarily going out to every mic in the city or hearing about it, and they're not going to learn what's going on, again, because of the lack of online presence of whatever's going on there. So you're not really getting the, uh, you know, it's I'll book if you if I saw you and I liked you. So that's great. You know that's how it is. That's how it works. But the book, the okay, person that, that books, isn't always at that every there, show.
0: How, how can that get better? Because um, I believe that one of the big issues here in Miami is also the fact that a lot of comedians they would go uh, like once every two weeks, and they and they perform. Mm. They don't go up as often, and then like just because of the amount of times that they've done it before, or if they say the same thing, or you know if they arrive late, or if, like it kind of just seems like they're a bit more apathetic about the art form and. They're more into like the rush of making people laugh. Do you think that's an issue? I guess the to, that's to uh, sure that's
2: that's not an issue with the scene not going. That's up, just the issue with whatever comic has that issue not that going up
0: wanna, often yeah. enough.
2: No, I'm saying oh, I'm not, saying getting in enough, general, st- not getting up enough time, in general. I'm saying right? in general,
0: yeah, and I'm just theorizing that the reason why they don't get up in general or write new material whenever we do, they do go up is because it's just apathy. They don't really see it as 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 an important or serious issue. I'll give you an example. Like one of the new guys, Seabass Matar, he goes up all the time. He tries out something new. He works the crowd and you can really see the dedication in him. That in comparison to other comics, which is a lot of them, it really isn't that apparent that they're as dedicated or influenced. He's going
2: he's to watch this just in case you mention him and he's going he's to cut that out. Yeah, and then <laughs> he's going to be like, uh, be got, fucking... he got
0: mentioned at the Miami Comedy <laughs> Podcast for about 30 <laughs> seconds. Give it up. Seabass.
2: <laughs> this new fucking bring up. No, yeah, the reason people don't work, I mean, they're not as challenged because the scene is not as strong, what Rudy's saying. You go to D.C. and you watch the comics work at D.C., a place that has comedians. You go to New York... And you watch comedies work in New York. No. Not to you c- Have something to look up to, but, but not
1: don't don't give, not to cut y'all. But there's some shitty DC comedians. I don't want you to think that oh, everybody's up there. I think to every see. scene. No, no, them. I'm not saying everyone's you, killing. No, there's yeah. a lot. Yeah. And I don't want you to think people up there just killing. Like, but there's just so many of us. So our ratio is just like you yeah, know, you get more rolls of the dice, right, so you can so find like, something good. Right. So if there's like five comedians in Miami, and only two are good. It's like you know you only get two, but. There's you know there's a thousand in mm-hmm. in DC and so you you can get a solid two hundred out of the thousand but the other eight hundred it's, are... it's
2: getting that that's a great point because uh, you know these guys Joe Rogan uh, fucking all the guys, guys that are coming to Miami all these, yeah all <laughs> these guys that are apparently going to come with this dude uh, what they do is they're fucking genius with their podcast they talk about comedy and they know comics are listening to the podcast. And they make comedy sound awesome. Comedy is hard as fuck, and it's difficult. Not everyone gets a chance at doing it. It's yeah. super slim, but they make it go. Yes, do it. Try. Come out. Do shows. They build that scene, and you get more rolls of the dice. You know, you get a if let's say twenty percent or ten percent of all comics can develop good great Damn, material, that's high as hell. You get more whatever <laughs> so like it is, one man. One to three <laughs> percent. I'm an optimist. You know, I really believe in people. And if you get if you get enough people trying comedy, you're going to get enough uh, enough people that end up sticking to it. Okay, sure. and. Uh, Unfortunately, just the way human nature works, a lot of people get into something and they try it, they don't see any results as soon as maybe they wanted to, anything like that, and they go, "Fuck it, I'll do something else." And that was a person that wasn't as dedicated. Uh but there are people out there that are dedicated, and there are people out there that are fucking funny. I know a lot of hilarious people that aren't comics or fuck with comedy in any way. Uh but they just don't have the they haven't had the thought to go, "Hey, you know, comedies, comedies. There's a need for you. You could try it, right? No, Joe Rogan. St- he'll talk like that shit, and he'll stare into the camera while he says it. It's creepy. It's intense. He, yeah, he's intense, and he, I mean, he starts going. Yeah, we need comics. We need people to try, and he'll just start staring right, at it. and you're like, mm-hmm. oh, <laughs> he's talking to the fucking comic that's watching this shit. So he could go and try and do a thing, right? Well, I mean, and from what you were describing,
0: that that's pretty because I'm just one guy. So when it comes to booking, I can totally see my limitations. That's why I like getting like the host to do the bookings and stuff. However, um, I, I. I think the ones that are very uh the ones that stick out the most in the scene, which is just a few of us anyway, here in Miami are the ones that are completely dedicated, the ones that go up often. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you can kinda of like even though this guy might not do good, I would still put him up on the Saturday show and just pay him just so he, just so he or she can 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 feel what that's like to mm-hmm. go up to a crowd that's not feeling them get paid and get off. Because I know that dedication is gonna allow him to see that experience as something <laughs> Like life changing in, in 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 the form of his art. Like right. I'm gonna, I got a fucking change, man. That shit was awful right. because I don't want to name some comics, but we did a few showcases where, like, they would be doing good at Red Bar and then like they go up to the showcase where people are like, they're you know two item minimum shit, and you know I'm, go- I'm gonna go here before I go to Tootsie's or I'm here with my wife right. for a Saturday night, and they're just bombing and they got like ten more minutes to go and they're just there <laughs> bombing, and I'm just there, like like. Uh, like Feel it, feel it, bro. Feel that take shit. Yeah, take it, so that when when you get off, I know that you're the kind of guy that's like, I, I gotta do that better, man. Yeah. I'm gonna get paid. But there's also some that you know you would give them that opportunity, and it's like, ah, you know, rough night. And then, <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then the next the next time, <laughs> I was like, not my crap. Yo, let me get on that. Let me, let me get on that bitch,
2: man.
1: <laughs> Rudy, is that racist? <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else would say that. I can only think of like two comics <laughs> <laughs> that would say that. No, and I, no, that's and I'm one. Of no, them. that's <laughs> We don't have
0: many comments that talk on like so, right. so I, can, I can only think of one more. No, person.
1: bro, no, Rudy,
2: dude, you're t- so fast to pull the fucking race card every fucking time. Many. how do you know that's not me? First of
1: all, said <laughs> <laughs> he addressed. It. He addressed it because we both heard. Oh. <laughs> we both heard that black accent that you talk I like that like black, black. in that bitch. arrogant black <laughs> accent. <laughs> Let
2: me get in that fucking. <laughs> bitch that don't deserve <laughs> me no, that, was, that was not an impression of rudy <laughs> it's a problem that affects every uh black sounding comic in the city I mean, it's just it's just arrogance man. I'm dead, uh, that was funny i mean that was not an impression of rudy what's
0: you gotta that, incentivize that was man. me putting myself in the shoes of a comic that's cocky enough to want to get booked again yeah for the same reason that yeah. he bombed before. <laughs> it had <laughs> nothing to do with you, Rudy. God damn it.
1: The same reason he bombed the first time. That's yeah. funny. I
2: get sick when I hear comics be like, yeah, I did great. I did well. Yeah, and it was I was like, did you?
1: It wasn't. I don't think I've ever done well or
0: yeah. great. I, I get devastated when I bombed. Do, like, bomb. do you
1: guys know the difference between, because I actually had this conversation with, <sighs> uh, with, with Danny. I can't think of Danny's last name. Who hosts that? Granavante. Yeah, because I I, yeah. he, he came out of a show one time. He was like, yeah, man, I just bombed. And I was like, Are you sure you bombed or did you just have a bad set? Because I feel like there's a difference. Yeah, there is. Absolutely. You know, because you can, like, like bombing, you know, I feel like is like a a total disconnect from the audience. Like everything that comes out of your mouth, they don't relate. It's just, it's just nothing. And you may get like that occasional woo, you know, from the person in the back just because they feel bad. Yeah. Like that's kind of like bombing, you know. But you can, you can have a bad set and you can do a joke that, you've used several times and it does well, but maybe you the delivery's wrong or, you know, the timing's off. Maybe you had too much to drink, whatever it is, but you just didn't deliver the way that you normally do. Maybe yeah. your energy's off, whatever the right. case may be. And so when we had the conversation, he was like, Yeah, you know what? I think I think I just had a bad set. I don't think I, I bombed. Now granted, I've done both. I've I've bombed like a motherfucker and I've had bad sets. But I've 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 I guess separated the two because bombing is, is a hard word that's a hard pill to swallow to know that you bomb you know most people they get embarrassed and a lot of people don't really come back to comedy either for a while or man, ever man I've seen
0: a lot of people drop just because of one bomb. <laughs> yes, like yes, they yes. would do great at the red bar then they do you know sweet carolina on an off night and they're just like yeah man, I can't do this shit, or what I shit. Right. like they see their heads down and like they're leaving with the people that they brought <laughs> like, I never see that I'll never see that guy again fucking
2: deserves it why would you why would you bring people <laughs> fucking deserves
1: it god damn it yeah
0: comedy can be man, exciting. I killed it. I'm gonna be yeah. there tomorrow. Bring exciting. people. Fuck it. it for me, awesome, bombing man. is this man, and and and, and, and there is a big difference between bombing and not doing well. And bombing for me is like when it, there's a huge amount of tension that is uncontrollable in the room, right? And the and, it, and the comic on stage is on tilt. Like there's nothing you can do, right. That's gonna fix this. <laughs> at all besides like, get off yeah besides <laughs> yeah, like the only way you can fix this is getting off right now <laughs> like that's bombing like you're just up there 2 minutes left i don't know what the fuck to do to get out of this shit <laughs> oh, and there's God. there's like you know some sometimes like a comic is like would tr- try a joke and then work out and then he's gonna like have to fish for you know like right. ch- switching gears like you got to right. you got to go left when they're thinking you're going right that's right. that's
2: having a, a rough set that's what he's right. saying yeah, yeah, that's the rough right right, right yeah,
0: correct yeah, yeah. but uh there's some comics that would be bombing and there's like let me finish this bit I'm sure I'll get him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's it's also- like, dude,
0: do you not see that this joke about your mom getting <laughs> butt raped is not... Switch! And it's like, no, no, but let me get to the punchline, right? So...
2: <laughs> I put it together beautifully, this butt raping. <laughs> Should see the fu- but you know, it does happen sometimes. I've heard grotesque shit wrap up beautifully. No, oh, yeah. a great comic and from and, and, whatever's and, and, going on. And you know?
0: Racist stuff, you know, stuff that's like really cringy racist stuff that's hilarious. But a, there's AKA also there's also the Jay uh, Greggs, you know, fucking you can kill it with his John Gregory. You can kill uh, it with did his Did you call him Jay Greggs? I always call him Jay Greggs. I've known him yeah. before you guys that Fuck you guys, all right? We go way back
2: i don't think he'd appreciate it if he knew you were calling yeah, jake riggs call now James. he's in la he might prefer it you know <laughs> <laughs> mr gregory yeah <laughs> i'm gonna give you kids a lesson everybody <laughs> see what happens here there's also the reverse op- image of what he's saying you know you don't necessarily bomb you had a great you had a bad set right but then you have guys that get off the stage and they go i killed right and you had a good set right or something good happened in your set and you right. go i destroyed and when a comma gets in that mentality Especially me, I feel I feel I get that mentality sometimes. You do really well and you get complacent with yourself. Right. You get kind of self satisfied and you don't work. Right. You know,
1: you don't keep working and try to make the set better. Bombing it's, is important. And you have to be able to bomb. And it's probably because people don't really watch themselves. Like, one of the hardest things for me to do is to watch myself on camera or listen to a recording. But I do it, you know, for you know self correction or whatever, heard, you, but, you ever listen to your set while you were bombing? Yeah, I, I, listen, I listen. to all of them. Yeah, yeah I mean, but I'm saying, but, How do you, but you feel? It's, I mean, it's, it's, but it's hard for me to stomach, even when I killed, because people will can give me so much congratulations, whatever, and I can watch it and I'll notice everything Mistakes. wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like, yeah. and then even to me, it's like on the video, it just seemed like the crowd ain't laughing as loud as they were when in person. You know, it's just like so to me, watching do good or bad is just horrifying for me. Like it's like. I'm kind of like, you know, all right, let's just get this over with. You know what I'm saying? To watch it real quick because it's just.
2: I have recordings on my phone that I have never played, and I know I'll never. (laughs) I'll have to. I'll, it'll have to be way from because I'm like that was not a good night. I could tell from the date on you it. You have to though, man. I know, no, and I do you it with bad to. sets all the time. But there are certain ones talking about bombing. You're just
1: like this piece of audio. I, I, I'm in a good mood. I, but I don't want to bring it. myself. Down. I learned from that in person. I don't have to.
2: Yeah, I don't have to that. I, There's nothing of value to, to to gleam. I know every mistake Correct I did. Everything.
1: <laughs>
2: First mistake: getting on when you weren't fucking feeling good. All right. Next issue would be comedians that. When they
0: think they're, they, they killed, that's it. Like, they, they won. They go to the next level. And me and, and Rudy were talking about this, that sometimes some comedians would do really well, and it's like, that's it. I've leveled up. I made it. Right. I got to go to L.A. Now, me and Rudy were talking about, like, when you kill. Like I, like, I like you guys because, like, you guys, you know, you work, but you're also at the same time very humble and, and realistic, really. So you guys can have an amazing set, and you wouldn't even mention it to anybody just how amazing it was. You kind of just, like, in your head's like, I'm, well, I'm assuming... How do I make that better right. next time? Or how do I level it out where that is consistent rather than having a good night, okay night, good night, okay night? Mm-hmm. You want to have a great night all the times. And then when you do that, you're like, how can I make it even better? Right. Like, me as a comic, I do that often. Like, I don't really pat myself on the back when I kill because I've had some nights where I'm on a cloud, like, wow. Right. Fuck, <laughs> like, right. That was amazing. Right. But then there's sometimes. I'm big tick over here, man. Okay. Yeah, I fucking kill this sometimes. Wow. Right? Sometimes. Damn. And But then there's times where, like, I would do that, get off stage, and then I would kind of be and this could be me being pessimistic, but like I would kind of be like, I wish I could do that all the time, Cause right. I know because like when I did the Maximini show and I had like a great set, and then I went to Red Bar and it was like an okay whatever dive bar said it's like fuck right Right back to this whole whole bullshit of like working right. out and, and trying out new stuff and crowd work and all that yeah. it can kind of get you down even though you killing it like right. one person would would love to be in a position in a theater where you're making 300 people laugh <laughs> right <laughs> right, right. you know but that as a dive bar can take that away from you the next night but
2: making it consistently good that's experience it's not because most so many times when you do well uh you had a good interaction right up front something happened something funny Mm. you know good crowd work huge Mm -hmm. laugh they love you now and they love everything that you're doing and you can do the same material the same way a bunch of times and it just won't work next time because you didn't build up that up first and that you can't plan that i'm not gonna be like okay i'm gonna ask this bitch uh how many jobs she has she's gonna say four and i'm gonna say something great you know, it's, right. it's, it, that's experience and just getting funnier with yeah, time. And that's, absolutely. you know, having more opportunities to work and fuck around with people. Right. You should do like a no material show, like just short ass set. <laughs> just talk to these people, get comfortable. That's, that's, that's what John Wynn told me, man. Yeah. When, when he spoke to me. He can he said, shout out should, to
0: John Wynn. He did a fantastic job. Great comic, man. Fog, right?
2: he, he, uh, he told me that a great way to break out from feeling too attached to your material, which is what I feel feel too attached that i have to say no i think you
0: do great crowd work on yeah but it's it's
2: few but he said you know a great way to break from that is to do shitty spots on purpose try to get go on late try to go on on, late on a show and that kind of gets you comfortable to just not it not really mattering and you can just kind of get a flow and look at the room and instead of worrying oh this next part has to be good there's too many people watching you're like all right I'll just fuck with this you know new york new york gave uh, gave me that a little bit you go to new york you, you come back you're comfortable do a lot of spots and then you do well for a little bit here you know but if if it feels like too much of a show if you're not doing it a lot you know which is where the whole mentality comes from i did great once right. oh one out of ten of my spots were amazing i'm great it was like you got to do a million spots right you know,
0: there's also an issue where the the audience just isn't in, in, into it like no matter what right. um I've, I've been in, in, in some shows that I've produced where like the smaller ones where like, you know, you have like a late night crowd come in or a crowd that's like really lit and then they walk in and then it's like, oh, look, a comedy show. And then they sit down and then they kind of just like cross their arms like you ain't Kevin Hart, motherfucker. <laughs> right. right. And no matter what you say, they're kind of just like judging you. And it's like, you're kind of like feeling they're like their bad attitude or their negativity or whatever they're bringing in as a burden like on you. It's like you're on stage. And, like I'm going to have a great time. and I'm trying to have fun, trying to talk to people, right. try to do some crowd work and they're just looking at you like nah bro nah bro
2: nah man nah yeah. uh, you have to you have to not give a shit No, yeah you have to, I that don't that builds up a lot of Not no, you do everybody does I no, do I don't. everybody gives a slight I don't give a, a shit cause I do shit a...
0: on stage because I see it and it's like it's you again, like this guy or it's, this girl, this bitch, this yeah, stone face. Like, like you got an issue, right? Yeah, you gonna do? Yeah, I do care, but then when I get off, like I don't let it bother me. But it's it, I know it exists where people just go to a show and they're kind of just like, right. you ain't a big shot, man. Why are you up on stage trying right. to make me laugh? Right. They do all that kind of attitude, man. That's
2: what I'm gonna start saying at Red Bar. I'm gonna go up. The first thing out of my mouth is gonna be, "I like, love
0: Red it's Bar. It's a free show, people." Dude, I, I, yeah, that's actually a great way to remind <laughs> them. people. This is
1: free. Lower your fucking expectations. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> you
0: cannot say that you pay for bar.
1: the drinks not, not for the comments that
2: <laughs> what
0: I like it's about the red one. bar it's is not it, two for it, one the red <laughs> bar always
2: you just, you just try to <laughs> yeah, you, you, guys, you guys keep it up with this attitude it's going to be a two drink minimum
0: <laughs> next time you have, you again two drink minimum tonight alright no ifs, <laughs> ifs ands or buts
2: <laughs> all right, you got some people here that are going to tell jokes. First up, this guy. This <laughs> no enthusiasm.
0: I like the Red Bar because it always starts off like the audience versus the, the, the comics, right? You ever feel that? Yeah. Like yeah, everyone's just there like, yo, Everybody I'm rage drinking
1: tonight. tonight. Yeah, yeah. But, see, to you me, better but, be funny but, see, to, off the bat. To me, Red Bar is dope. Sweet Carolina to me is a tougher room than Red Bar. Because it, it's more intimate. It, people, it, like, p- there's only like, one row.
0: Right. And it's all the front row. Like all the people that line up like that are, um, against the wall. Right. right. Like that's the front row. And right. so when you're up, there is like you just scan the room and you just catch a bunch of eyes it's just scan the room. and so everybody's yeah. in the front row and they yeah. hate it. <laughs>
2: Those, those room, it's very boxed in and the crowd feels boxed in the way they're sitting. And then right. the
0: fucking cricket sound and on the, the cricket
2: sound. And you get up and you know like if I get up everybody's gonna see that I got up. I have to go to the bathroom I have to cross right. yeah, this motherfucker. Go through everybody. <laughs> it just happens with any venue where the majority of the seats don't face towards the stage. Yeah. And no, it's any a room that's place. like a border thing It's, it's a just, good place to have
0: perform it. but, but it's, it's more of an ideal place to work out. Mm-hmm. Like you can't have like a showcase plus headliner kind of style right. there. Right. You're kind of just like alright this guy is gonna try to make Oh, <laughs> right. you guys laugh. So give for it up for free. Me. <laughs> <laughs> for free. Because it, it, the intimacy is nice. I like the rocks on the wall. Yeah, I, like, yeah. I like the way it's set up. But yeah, yeah. yeah it's just you versus a front row. And that's what makes it fun. That's why every time I told the comics to come out, it's like, if you need to work out, man, you right. got to do it at Sweet Caroline. You got new stuff. You got to right. do crowd work. You want to? That's the best spot. Right. Red Bar is kind of like. You got to perform. Yeah, man. That's a showcase. Yeah, it's like, yeah. go up, do your thing, kill yeah, it. You got to perform. Uh, craftsmen we're trying to go pro that's why like most of the shows there are uh, um, paid or the Saturday shows are when we do the showcases or the headliner shows on Wednesdays so that's kind of like reserved for like you know where people buy tickets and they sit down date right. night right. Uh, a glass of wine and all that um, yeah so that's pretty much the formatting of the shows where most of the Miami comedians work out in um, ideally a comedy club would be best and uh, I think as you said it might not change you know it's it might...
2: a good first step i feel like uh, a good first step would be to get more comics to try to start their own room that's that's this process
1: that most a, of us i have to start your own room to I like read, go to a place I and read. let it fail oh, man, that shit is that shit is a bitch though. but you like, did it though right yeah i mean but you you know
2: that's why there's so many places to go up in, in certain towns because every comic kind of just right. goes up to the place like hey can i do a show here in the prison's like yeah whatever fine and they'll let it stink but they'll let the presence grow and right. they'll yeah. find something that sticks you know, I got given Red Bar. I didn't start that. It, but, it is but, rough
0: because I remember I've done it Tobacco Road. I did it at a sushi lounge and it, it comes and goes. And sometimes you, you got to put in more than what you get. And absolutely. then over the years, eventually you'll find an o- of any owner that's like finally fucking right. know, relief, somebody right. that gets it um yeah but ideally ideally that would be best like if you go to new york the reason there's so many open mics is because a lot of people there's so many people in new york you know and everybody's just walking up and down having lunch going out so it's kind of like hey come to the uh this bar in the middle of nowhere while you're having a sandwich here by the way give it up for you know that kind of (laughs) thing in miami like again a lot of venues don't want comedy there because like there's the the brands in miami or they're like competing against each other in the respective area Mm -hmm. so it's a completely different like animal that you know like a beast like to, to get a venue that's consistent a lot of things have to come into place but ideally the best thing would be for each comment to have a room on a night of the week or more and then we all just start like booking each other that's way too
2: much what you just said was way too many rooms. that would be
0: the best though (laughs) if you
2: had a room and you had a room i had a laundromat
0: (laughs) you book uh, you book me i book you he books all that stuff and then we all just get a little gas money next thing you know we're making 100 bucks extra a week 200 bucks a week 800 bucks a month all that kind of stuff it adds up, man, yeah, and then that's we can the, do. That's
2: the whole sales part of it. We can do it, one uh, room
0: and then do another room, and then vice versa. Yeah, that's how that ideally would be
2: the best try way to and start. Do that. that you know, not a lot of people just start their room. They'll kind of feel it out, go to what they have, which is the options. Because now Miami's kind of in the place where on certain weeks he can get up every night, you know, and maybe on some you're days welcome you can get up twice. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Manny, for filling in the first part of the week. Uh um, dream. But, yeah, and you got uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes you have shows on those days, and that's good. But having more options on a night, having more rooms. Yes. And, and letting them be shitty rooms. Because when it's a shitty room, comics will try stuff.
0: Right. right. You know? Well, they even come out, though no yeah exactly
2: <laughs> but but fuck it like you let, have so you many let...
0: so many odds are stacked against the people that do run rooms and kudos to them man because i know it's a fucking lot of work man yeah it's not just the promotion it's also the lineups you know will they even arrive there's right. no there's no money involved so i'm not going hey sorry i can't make it tonight all that shit right. you know? yeah. it's a scene that's trying
2: to outpace itself
0: yeah well said and with that we should close it out. That's
2: depressing as fuck a to scene, end on, man.
0: A scene. Well, no, we're gonna we're gonna bring in our sponsors and make it happy again.
2: Well, before we yeah, sponsors,
0: yeah. Well, it's my own stuff. Lamborghini ladies oh. and gentlemen. <laughs> You're I
1: gonna was, say, Rudy? I was just gonna say because I I never. You guys kept asking a question and he would answer it, and I never got to answer it. Uh, so I just wanted to go back to the booking question, like about the booking.
0: No, I can't get you every Saturday. Well, no,
1: I was just. Well, I'm gonna show up regardless. So. <laughs> <laughs> And it's a good thing that I did uh, yesterday, because that, that worked out well. Um, but I was going to say. Oh, no, yeah, he
0: did. He fucking did it. Well, you got lucky because he did a podcast with Joey and Dougie. I didn't know that. Dean uh, hit him up, did a podcast. And then I was like, hey, I got this guy called Rudy that he wants to do a spot. And he's like, oh, yeah, we did a podcast. And like, yeah, yeah, put him on. I'm like, all right, perfect. Nice. Oh, so yeah. the fact that you came and that you did that podcast was the reason you got that spot.
1: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Because, you, bro, you wiggle yourself into everything. I don't know how, but you do it, bro.
1: It's because I'm employed by MiamiComedy.com. You're
2: welcome.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm employed. It's his job, Manny. No, I, I got to get the fuck out of Smoothie King, man. I just—that's my goal. I gotta—if I can drop Smoothie King first, and then. Well, yeah. I
0: hope nobody in your timeline is listening to this, especially if they work at Smoothie King, because that—they don't, don't give a fuck. It's I like mean, I gotta stay as long as you want. Really. <laughs>
1: What the fuck
2: are, What executives gonna show up like Rudy, you're a team player, right? You're a company man, you're gonna stick around with smoothie. Explain king. this.
0: Explain this. And they heard they heard the entire hour and they, they cut out the snippet. Yeah, that's fine. You're gonna have to take off your smoothie king cap, it's like, oh fuck this shit then. We
1: want our shirt back. Yeah, I'm, I'm out.
0: out. You rip your shirt off like a fucking Hulk Hogan. It's like, I don't need this fucking jug.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm ready. That's that's my goal. If I could just do comedy full time but if I get booked enough for, you know, how how much do you need to make a
0: a night for you to I, be considered full time of as stand as a stand up comedy? I don't know. I mean, Throw I could, a number. I,
1: I I would I don't know about a night, but if I think if I could make at least like 2000 a month, like bare minimum, Damn. and that's like a stretch, but like 2000 a month bare minimum, I could like be I could quit Smoothie King. I'm not going to say I, a month I'm not going to say I could comedy. Just be, I'm talking about like right now. That's just that's just a living
2: wage. That's not even living. No, I no, I know that. I'm saying in
0: comedy. That's that's, the
2: irony. That's like that's like
1: like thirty grand a year or something, right? Uh, Roughly. That's pretty.
2: Yeah, that's pretty high level. That's twenty four. You're not not in a city if you're doing that. You're on the road doing twenty four. Yeah, you're doing road gigs if you're
0: doing that. Fucking rounding up like (laughs) I don't know what I was thinking.
1: Twelve
0: months, thousand uh, dollars a month. Like you 30, make thirty thousand dollars. You got to retire off of that. Bonuses, Manny, bonuses. Like All those gross. chicken wings <laughs> that counts. That <laughs> adds <heads> up.
2: <laughs> Give me a piece of the website, man. Give me a percentage.
0: You, you get you get tips after the show. All right, that is it for the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. For all the people that tuned in, thanks very much. The show is sponsored yeah, by uh, Charles Camacho with the Memory Factory. This is a studio. Make sure you hit up Memory Factory if you guys want to do a podcast here. Any sort of video editing. They also did the uh, promo videos for Red Bar and all that. Big shout-out to Louis. He's not on camera, but he nice. came out here. Uh, Louis is our uh, editor for tonight. And, of course, uh, Oriel, plug in your stuff. Do you have any... Uh, media just come person. to red bar
2: just come to red bar every monday man talk to he me Host it you know you can follow me on
1: instagram uh at rudy, rudy is something. pretty much in every show just <laughs> come out yeah, yeah. yeah you can follow me on facebook rudy wilson uh what? instagram underscore rudy wilson i usually post all my shows and wherever i'm gonna be at right there if you care and uh be more I
0: enthusiastic def- yes they care there's three people they care all right so the, the folks that are watching thanks very much See you guys next time. Peace. Every Sunday, Miami
2: Comedy Podcast. What's this called? The Miami Comedy Podcast? Miami Comedy Podcast, yeah. Cool. All right, All right guys. Bye. All right.